Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. No news and views on this episode, but we do have our scripture reading for March the 1st, you guys. We have made it to March. Praise the Lord. So today, guys, we're going to be reading the March 1st reading. This happened about, oh, 1445 or 1279 BC. We're going to talk about the Nazarite laws. If you guys are following along. It is uh, Numbers chapter 6 verses 1 through 21 today. Uh, we're also going to read the Priestly Blessings, which is verses 22 to 27. And then uh, we're going to jump over to the Israelites leave Sinai all the way to Numbers chapter 10 verses 11 through 36 and that's where we'll end today so uh, if you guys are just now joining me this is the uh chronological bible we are reading through the bible chronologically with the one year chronological bible new living translation uh large print of course so um guys thank y'all so much for joining me um as we read the lord's word today so may the lord bless the reading of his word all right, here we go. So, Nazarite laws. So, then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people, either men or women, take the special vow of a Nazarite, setting themselves apart to the Lord in a special way, they must give up wine and other alcoholic drinks. They must not use vinegar made from wine or from other alcoholic drinks. They must not drink fresh grape juice, and they must not eat grapes or raisins. As long as they are bound by their Nazarite vow, they are not allowed to eat or drink anything that comes from a grapevine, not even the grape seeds or skins. They must never cut their hair uh, throughout the time of their vow, for they are holy and set apart to the Lord. Until the time of their vow has been fulfilled, they must let their hair grow long. And they must not go near a dead body during the entire period of their vow to the Lord. Even if the dead person is their own father, mother, brother, or sister, they must not defile themselves, for the hair on their head is a symbol of their separation to God. This requirement applies as long as they are set apart to the Lord. If someone falls dead beside them, the hair they have, the hair they have dedicated will be defiled, they must wait for seven days and then shave their heads. Then they will be cleansed from their defilement. On the eighth day, they must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will offer one of the birds for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. In this way, he will purify them from the guilt they incurred through contact with the dead body. Then they must reaffirm their commitment and let their hair begin to grow again. The days of their vow that were completed before their defilement no longer count. They must rededicate themselves. They must rededicate themselves to the Lord as a Nazarite for the full term of their vow, and each must bring a one-year-old male lamb for a guilt offering. This is the ritual law for Nazarites. At the conclusion of their time of separation as Nazarites, they must each go to the entrance of the tabernacle and offer their sacrifices to the Lord. A one-year-old lamb without defect for a burnt offering, a one-year-old female lamb without defect for a sin offering, a ram without defect for a peace offering, 
a basket of bread made without yeast, cakes of choice flour mixed with olive oil and wafers spread with olive oil, along with their prescribed grain offerings and liquid offerings. The priest will present these offerings before the Lord, first the sin offering and the burnt offering, then the ram for a peace offering, along with the basket of bread made without yeast. The priest must also present the prescribed grain offering and liquid offering to the Lord. Then the Nazarite will shave their heads at the entrance of the tabernacle. They will take their hair, uh, they will take the hair that has been dedicated and place it on the fire beneath the peace offering sacrifice. After the Nazarite head, Nazarite's head has been shaved, the priest will take for each of them the boiled shoulder of the ram, and he will take from the basket a cake and a wafer made without yeast. He will put them all into the Nazarite's hands. Then the priest will lift them up as a special offering before the Lord. These are the holy por- these are holy portions for the priest, along with the breast of the, of the special offering and the thigh of the sacred offering that are lifted up before the Lord. After this ceremony, the Nazarites may again drink wine. This is the ritual law of the Nazarites, who vowed to bring these offerings to the Lord. They may also bring additional offerings if they can afford it, and they must be careful to do whatever they vowed when they set themselves apart as Nazarites. The Priestly Blessing Numbers chapter 6 verses 22 to 27 Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his son bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. The silver trumpets. And this is Numbers chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Now the Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver for calling the community to assemble and for signaling the breaking of camp. When both trumpets are blown, everyone must gather before you at the entrance of the tabernacle. But if only one trumpet is blown, then only the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, must present themselves to you. When you sound the signal to move on, the tribes camped on the east side of the tabernacle must break camp and move forward. When you sound the, se- the signal a second time, the tribes camped on the south will follow. You must sound short blast as the signal for moving on. But when you call the people to an assembly, blow the trumpets with a different signal. Only the priests, Aaron's descendants, are allowed to blow the trumpets. This is a permanent law for you to be observed from generation to generation. When you arrive in your own land and go to war against your enemies who attack you, sound the alarm with the trumpets. Then the Lord your God will remember you and rescue you from your enemies. Blow the trumpets in times of gladness too, sounding them at your annual festivals and at the beginning of each month. And blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and peace offerings. The trumpets will remind your God of his covenant with you. I am the Lord your God. Here's a note and it says, Israel left Sinai just less than a year after arriving there. Exodus chapters 19 verse 1. And from this point forward, Numbers spans just under 40 years. Uh, and that's chapter 33 verse 38. Uh, and Deuteronomy chapters 1 verse 3. So the Israelites see, leave Sinai, Numbers chapter 10, verses 11 to 36. In the second year after the Israelites' departure from Egypt on the 20th day of the second month, the cloud lifted from the tabernacle of the covenant. So the Israelites set out from the wilderness of Sinai and traveled on 
from place to place until the clouds stopped in the wilderness of Haran. When the people set out for the first time following the instructions the Lord had given through Moses, Judah's troops led the way. They marched behind their banner, and their leader was Nishan, son of Amminadab. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Issachar, led by Nathaniel, son of Zuar, and the troops of the tribe of Zebulun, led by Eliab, son of Helon. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonite and the Merite uh, divisions of the Levites were next in the line of march, carrying the tabernacle with them. Reuben's troops went next, marching behind their banner. Their leader was Eleazar, son of Shadur. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Simeon, led by Shelemuel, son of Zerushaddai, and the troops of the tribe of Gad, led by Eliasaph, son of Duel. Next came the Kohathite divisions of the Levites, carrying the sacred objects from the tabernacle. Before they arrived at the next camp, the tabernacle would already be set up in its new location. Ephraim's troops went next, marching behind their banner. Their leader was Elishama, or Elishama, son of Amahadad. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Manasseh, led by Gamaliel, son of Pedahusher, and the troops of the tribe of Benjamin, led by Abadan, son of Gideoni. Dan's troops went last, marching behind their banner and serving as the rear guard for all the tribal camps. Their leader was Ahazer, son of Amashadah. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Asher, led by Pegagiel, son of Okram, and the troops of the tribe of Naphtali, led by Ahira, son of Enan. This was the order in which the Israelites marched, division by division. One day Moses said to his brother-in-law, Hobab, son of Reuel, the Midianite, We are on our way to the place the Lord promised us, for he said, I will give it to you. Come with us and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised wonderful blessings for Israel. But Hobab replied, No, I will not go. I must return to my own land and family. Please don't leave us, Moses pleaded. You know the places in the wilderness where we should camp. Come, be our guide. If you do, we'll share with you all the blessings the Lord gives us. They marched for three days after leaving the mountain of the Lord, with the Ark of the Lord's Covenant moving ahead of them to show them where to stop and rest. As they moved on each day, the cloud of the Lord hovered over them, and whenever the Ark set out, Moses would shout, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. Let them flee before you. And when the ark was set down, he would say, Return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Guys, I hope this has been a blessing to you. It sure has been a blessing to me. Uh, and tomorrow, I hope you'll join me as we read through March 2nd. <laughs> the people complain to Moses, and uh, the Lord sends quail. Thank you, guys. If you remember that story, you'll know what's coming up. And then, what else are we going to? learn about tomorrow ah let's see the complaints of miriam and aaron and the 12 scouts explore canaan oh my goodness you guys tomorrow's gonna be great and of course the scouting report comes back you guys remember that oh my goodness it's getting good you guys it's getting good so with that i'm gonna get out of here okay um, and as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Oh, my goodness. Guys, keep looking for the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says, when you see these things begin to happen, He says, hold your head up high.
because your redemption draws near. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I implore you, don't wait another moment. Cry out today. Ask Jesus to save you. Put your faith in Christ. Put your faith in Him to save you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins, and He will, and you will be a child of God today, right now. I pray you will do that if you have not made that eternal decision um, today. Anyway, guys, as always in Texas, we've got to say bye at least twice. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a wonderful evening and may God bless each and every one of you. And like I said before, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, get in the word of God, you guys, and let the word of God get into you. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless y'all.